Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigarito. This is Don Strzok. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Dr. Zamp the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Game on the line, he will. 44 yards, pass. No, he doesn't make it. Wide right. Two most dreaded words in Buffalo. Yes, sir, my friends. Deja vu all over again. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. I will be joined alongside Rich Van Zandt as... uh, History has repeated itself, and the uh, Miami Dolphins will not be the only AFC East team watching the rest of the playoffs at home. Buffalo Bills have lost to the Kansas City Chiefs, and uh, therefore uh, that run is over, and the uh, Baltimore Ravens uh, beat Houston, so therefore Kansas City will go to Baltimore for the championship game. And, of course, on the uh, other side of the pond, the uh, Detroit Lions uh, beat Tampa. And uh, San Francisco hangs on to beat Green Bay. So San Francisco will host Detroit in the NFC Championship game. So there you have it. And, of course, uh, you know, as uh, Dolphins uh, fans and and, uh, show devoted to that, these playoff times, and as they continue on, always take on a, a very strange, uh, melancholy, uh, bittersweet um, feel, if you will. And uh, this is no different. However, um, there is always some signs uh, and significances as, as they go through, and this was a big one for the Miami Dolphins. And I say that because, Rich, uh, obviously there was a significant number of people who have uh, expressed their displeasure at you uh, when you went on your rant uh, against uh, the Buffalo Bills, calling them dead, calling Tony Romo uh, insane, and saying that the Miami Dolphins uh, were going to win the division, and that did not happen. But at the very least now, um, their run is over. They may have knocked us out uh, from that division title, but uh, they will go no further. So I know that puts a smile on your face, my friend. I feel like the Joker. It hasn't left my face. It's like a permanent (laughs) smile. And I could actually see that. I could actually see that look <laughs> as you said that. It's embedded into my brain now for the next 48 yeah. hours. <laughs> I got to yes. be honest with you, I, I started laughing when the when the ball went wide right. And then when I saw that clown, he must have been, he must have been the concierge of the mafia that was crying. <laughs> when I saw the, that. The, the concierge, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, it must be, really be a they must really be scary, the mafia in Buffalo, you know. They grew up in the New York, New Jersey area. I don't think yeah. the Buffalo mafia scares anyone, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to see too much of that either. You know, um, oh, my goodness. Uh, so I never that would be the cry. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the Tom Hagen of the ball of the Buffalo Bills Mafia up there, and yeah, that's yeah. a meme that you will see forever. I, I thought of you instantly when I saw it, and uh, I, obviously we will see that meme uh, forever now, uh, circling the wagon. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. You know, I, I tried to think, and listen, there have been moments in Dolphin history that have been rough. There's no doubt about it. Yep. There have been some real rough ones. Uh, you know, we both talked not that long ago about the night 
that uh, uh, New Year's Eve uh, when uh, Marino uh, in his rookie year lost to the Seattle Seahawks in the playoffs. And, and that was one of the rougher ones for me, maybe the roughest. Uh, I know they lost the Super Bowl, and that was obviously huge, but that one hit hard. And so I can relate in some ways to the feeling. There's no doubt about it, and I know you can too because we oh, talked sure. about this. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, that that reaction uh, if, in infamy, in infamy, my friend. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. I mean, Fantastic. it's a rough one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Into a shot out of a bowling ball. Oh, my goodness. What a bunch of clowns. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question now. Um, and this yeah. is a serious question, okay? You watch that game, sure. and, 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 and I always relate – where the Dolphins are at to these really sharp playoff games, you know, and and what they would do. And obviously teams get blown out and you say, you know, well, we're better. Yeah, and I always look for when the cream kind of rises to kind of get a gauge of where we're at. And I'm not asking necessarily where the Dolphins are at because we know that they can beat Buffalo, but Buffalo has owned us. Here's my question. When you watch that game, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in football. There's no doubt about that. He's proven that. We know that. Josh Allen now, when you look at Josh Allen, right, and you see the way that he plays and basically carries that team, my question to you is, where do you think Tua is now in all this, you know, uh, when you see these franchise quarterbacks and what they do, you know, does that change your view of where Tua is, or does it just escalate your view of Josh Allen, or where do you come with that? You know, it's hard to say because Tua has never won that game that separates him from the pack, you know? You know, he he had a very good year this year, better than most people thought he would ever have. I mean, people were looking for him to retire going into the year. Yeah. You know, he led the league in passing. He did a lot of great things. But yes. then when you really needed him, when when you needed it, you know, look, he he did win one game with a two-minute drive. But, you know, there was he failed on two other ones very badly, you know, when you needed him to do something. And – it seems that, like, when you rattle his cage in the pocket, you know, you got to him. You know, and, like, you didn't get to him on one drive. You got to him, like, through the whole games, some of these big games, like, where he didn't look good. He looked off the whole games. He, remember, it started in San Francisco last year where they kind of, like, you know, got in his face and then, like, you know, he, was, he was inaccurate through picks. And it seems right. like he's carried through that. So I don't know if you could put him in that upper echelon at this point, you know, until he really proves that, that he can, you know, look, he, you know, he beat the Ravens last year through six touchdowns, but this year looked like he never played him before. So it's really hard to put a gauge on him yet. You know, I don't know. You know, I really have my, I have my, you know, I like him, but I have my, you know, until he proves me wrong, I really, you know, on the fence about him, you know? Now, I yeah, I agree. Him, I mean, but yeah, I, I agree. No, no. What's, what's the next step, and is it going to happen, you know? Yeah, I think that's the ultimate question, right? I agree with you. I don't want to get rid of him either. He's the best quarterback we've had since Dan Marino. I mean, I, you know, there's, there's certainly no, no doubt about that. And there's been a lot of them. I mean, you yeah. say that, you may say, well, what does that mean? Oh. So, there's been 152 quarterbacks since Dan Marino, you know? Some and, of them played sort of one game, some of them started season. Really, and most of them have really been really bad. <laughs> most of them have. Most of them have. Yeah. Most of oh them have, God. but to, yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah. But to be fair, Rich, but to be fair, there's been some quarterbacks that have had their moments, and he's still better than them. You know, I mean, you know, that's yeah. my point. Yeah. yeah, there's been a lot of terrible ones, but it's not just because that he, you know, he's passed some guys that have had some moments there. So I, I tip my cap there. He's changed, you know, the feeling of the team. He's done a lot of good. I've said this before, and I and I think the problem is a lot of what this Dolphin team is, is that it's not so much what you do as a whole; it's the timing of when you do it. Right? I mean, everybody's going to look back and they're going to see the Buffalo season and the Dolphins season and they're going to say the Buffalo season was better. But the difference is because the Dolphins shot out of the cannon like wildfire and once again fizzled all the way down. I mean, Mike McDaniel has had two, you know, he he was, what is he, nine, nine and seven, and then. 
and now eleven in 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 you know uh, so six. So I, I mean, obviously. Well, yeah, I'm not counting yeah. the playoffs games, though. I'm not counting the playoffs. Yeah. So I'm, I'm counting the regular season, I'm saying. So he said two years, yep. he's, he won an extra, you know, couple games. It, it, you know, you look at the numbers, and, and, and it's better than anybody's done in, in 30 years. But the problem is the, the timing of it. Because you look at that collapse, and you know you were on par to maybe a, a 13 win season, and two is the same way. He was on par to, you know, talked about as an MVP at a certain point, and then just the decline of the last six games, uh, you know, puts a sour taste in your mouth. And so that's why every year we come off kind of shaking our head like we just got knocked to the canvas because. You really don't know. You you have more questions than you do answers when it ends like that, and so I think that yep. is a big problem. You know, we 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 talked about this as far as what do you do with him, and I think we're both in agreement. You know, I don't want him going anywhere, but I'm not quite sure where he stands. I don't know if he's the answer. He's certainly not the answer when I look at some uh, how these big game quarterbacks play in big moments uh the way he's playing now but does that mean that he can yeah. get to that level i don't know i mean i, I you know last week rich you talked about you know, i know i know you're you're hard on mcdaniel and there but if you think about it i don't think Tua stands a chance if there's a changing of the guard i think he's done at least in miami he'll never survive another regime there not not unless it's i uh, know he just won't he just won't because there's not going to be uh, another quarterback guru that's going to come and start over with it. It's not. So Tua's future with the Miami Dolphins rests on Mike McDaniel and this regime and whether or not they can keep yeah, building on I where they go. That. Right? You agree I mean, with that? And, you know, I think, he's got, I think he's got one more year to prove himself. I mean, if we don't make the playoffs and win a game next year, I think he's gone. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, who knows? I mean, I think next year is a, a, a critical, pivotal year for both of them. There's no doubt about it. Um, so, I mean, you you see, you know, as you look around, um, you know, the coaches, the changes, the not changes and, and things like that, and, you know, you realize that, you know, this is something that is, is, is going on around the league. Um, nobody really looked that impressive. I mean, for sure. No. I mean, who, who That's what, you know, who, doesn't, that, doesn't that really aggravate the hell out of you, though? You know, it was so ripe for the picking this year. You know, there's no dominant team. You know, that's what makes me sick the most. You know, this is one of those years that would have been a home run if we could get if we could have yeah. got to that championship game healthy. You know what I mean? It just it just sucks. You know, there's no doubt. Yeah, yeah there's no doubt. Part, but but you know? but then you know you look at a team, let's say like like Buffalo, right? And health-wise, I mean, they are as banged up as a team could be, right? I mean, so they're not healthy. We know that. So, yeah, we weren't 100%, but neither were they. And, and, you know, there's a lot of teams that aren't. Um, Yeah, I would have loved to, you know, know, see this team. You know, their backups are better than ours, obviously. But we had six starters out on defense, including four pro bowlers out of those six. That's true, but their defense was pretty – pretty banged up too i mean they were pretty out of it but you're right their backups probably yeah yeah i mean or you know they go you go right after them you know what i mean in a lot of ways yeah we have clowns back there you know yeah well the eli apple thing i mean yeah i don't even know if you consider him a backup because they they he kind of started the whole year in replace of people, right? I mean, he, he started in replace of of, of, of uh, Ramsey, and then he, re- then he replaced Howard. And so, like, the guys kind of started yeah, the and, entire and, year. And, and, like, and, our, and our big draft pick, Cam Smith, didn't smell the field with that subpar play of him. Didn't get on the field. And neither did the, the other guy, the linebacker. We, we signed two guys off the couch who played in a playoff game, and he still didn't play. Yeah. I know. They were on the team for three days, and they got the nod over him. So what the hell is that going? With that going on, you know, that's insane. yeah, for sure. And and the depth, you know, offensive line, we could do say the same thing. I mean, there's been guys who have filled in really nice, um, but you know, there obviously there was a lot of issues there. Um, and when you have a quarterback who seems like he's not comfortable under pressure, that only uh, 
exacerbates that problem, you know, and we've seen that um, a lot throughout the year. So, you know, there's yeah, obviously you – know, the center of the shoe, too, you know. The bad yeah, there's snap obvi- and, the, and, you know, and, and the pressure coming up the middle, you know. You know, you wonder, like, is depth going to help that? Because it seems like you, you keep rolling the dice – every year to get new starters, but that doesn't really help depth. And what they've done no, is these guys that yeah, they've drafted become the depth. Yeah, you overpay for a veteran. You know, once you get a veteran offensive lineman, they're usually in their 30s or right there at the cusp. And that's why they keep getting hurt, you know? To some degree. I mean, I, the, way I, the way I look at the offensive line, for example, is I look at the offensive line like the Dolphins have – drafted a lot of people for the offensive line. Um, and then I, I think that the players that they've went out and got for the offensive line have been good, but they have have not stayed healthy. And so what has happened a lot of times is when those guys have gotten hurt, the guys you drafted then became the depth and started. And so, you know, will that continue in that trend? I don't know. Armstead's now talking retirement, so, you know, that, there, there's that. Um, I think Hunt is the best lineman on the team, um, so, you know, if he could stay healthy, I think that's a, a bona fide guard there. I, I don't want to shift him around, you know. Um, I thought Wynn filled in really, really nice, you know. Uh, Austin Jackson, obviously, I think he's coming to his own. Um, you know, uh, Eichenberg might be like the guy that is like your solid depth now. But I don't know if you want, you know, you can't maybe pencil him in as a center throughout the year, but maybe he builds on this year. I thought he showed a lot more than he has in previous years. I know you guys have been really hard on him, and I don't love him as the starting center either. That's not what I'm saying, but my point is that, you know, maybe he becomes a viable offensive lineman for you uh, down the road, either at depth or eventually finds his way onto a starting guard position or something like that. Well, we have to. I think we have to find another center. There's no question about it. We probably have to find two of them. You know, just move him back to, you know, guard or tackle and be done with it. Yeah, uh, which it, I can't see you know, them I don't doing. Know how, I think, I think, I think, I think Connor isn't Connor a free agent, right? Yeah, I think that ship's probably sailed. I mean, uh, you know, yeah. unless he so wants I, to. I think you, I think know, you, you probably sign one out of free agency and you draft one somewhere. You know what I mean? Well, so I, think well I mean, I don't know what Connor Williams is looking to do and what kind of contract he would want, but like you said, I don't see them signing two centers. I don't see that happening unless you find a center and Connor Williams wants to come back, you know, at, at some kind of a, a one-year deal well, or I something think, like that. I think if he doesn't, if you don't get him, I think they're going to sign one in free agency, and I can see them drafting one too. You know? Yeah, I can't because I think that they absolutely oh. – and I know you can think I'm crazy, Rich, but you know what? I know the way this team thinks, and Liam Eikenberg will be in the same spot next year, and he will be listed as a center, either on the starting center or 1B. Yeah. I can just see it. I think that's your center back up at the very least. Mm-hmm. I don't see two more coming, you know? And I think deep down you know I'm right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, probably. So I'm thinking the rational way of, you know, running a team. Uh, I just, you know, I, I, I can't think like they do. So, you know, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, uh, so I see, I see changes there. But that's an area that you're really going to have to concentrate very hard. It's not terrible, but the depth is not necessarily there because they've all become starters. You really have to evaluate who's coming back and have a, 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 a plan in place for injuries, you know, a little bit better than they had this year going forward. Okay. And, and, I, and I know they ran Gusecki out of town, right? But I don't know. Do, do you see Kittle? And do you see, you know, uh, Kelsey. <laughs> the other great tight end? Kelsey. Kelsey. Do, do you really ever see them blocking? <laughs> I oh, I agree. I think it's the most oh, – well, 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 to be fair, Kittle's a phenomenal blocker. He is phenomenal. That guy is all around just phenomenal. But to be right. fair, I agree with you. I think that's the most overrated stat nonsense that people shout all the time. 
You're not running or losing running yards or losing games because your tight end can't block. You know, maybe yeah. in 1972, Marv Fleming was essential, you know, to have, you know, a run play. I don't see that anymore, and, and it's just yeah, it's they, ridiculous. They, they, yeah. I, it's insane. And here, you know, this is the team that has, like, what would we have, like seven guys on our roster at one point that were tight ends listed? We didn't even know yeah, we had so many. Yeah, we had so many. And, I know. And, you know. Other than Smythe, and Smythe, I, I give him a grade about a C. You know, I mean, that's about it. He's never going to be great. He's okay. I give him higher than a C, but he's never going to be that pass-catching tight end like you're talking right. about. No. No. Because well, had a chance. Why would you get rid of the why, – yeah, why would you get rid of a guy like that? I don't get it. You know? I mean, Gusecki was never going to be Kelsey or Kittle, but he had a chance to be in this upper echelon. Yeah. And and the two tight ends on Buffalo that you always uh, – you know what over it, uh, uh, Dawson Knox uh, and, and the other guy, they, I mean, you can just see how good they've become and how vital part of that is. You need to have a tight end. That Kincaid guy who's an Kincaid. He's a rookie. Kincaid, that's it. Yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah. Because you you know you have to concentrate him, on that. You know, they found him in a really small. They found him in a really small school too. You know that. Yeah, but the problem is, Rich, they were looking for him. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we could have had his home address, his mother's yeah. name. They still wouldn't have found him. <laughs> no, no, you're absolutely right. All right, back after this. Hi, this is Gary Apremian of the undefeated Miami Dolphins 1972 team. I always listen to the Pat Cotello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Cotello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. One day. you know, how these things line up, and you look at 
you know, Kansas City traveling to Buffalo and, and, you know, obviously a veteran team like that, that's a tough task. Weather-wise, they were able to handle it because they're used to it. And you say, what would Miami fare? And then, you know, you look at uh, a very cold day in, in, in Baltimore and, that, you know, who knows what next week. But the bottom line is it didn't have to be that way because that was your no. game. That game could have been in Miami, yeah. and the following week could have been in Miami, and possibly the championship game in Miami if you would have, you know, taken I care know. of business against Baltimore. So, you know, it was all yeah. right there for them, that where you don't even have to uh, uh, deal with these Nobody will blame for themselves. There's no question about it, you know. For and sure. Look, for the sure. defense patchwork, but they held their own a little bit. You know, it was basically our offense did not show up the last three weeks. No, and three is being kind. Three is being kind because I think there was issues in that Dallas game for sure, and and and, you know uh, that's being kind, right? Um, Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Um, you know there is a silver lining to this, and and I'm sure you're on top of it, but apparently Tyree Kill has some really good flag football plays uh, drawn up in the sand, and he's really looking forward to that. So, um, yeah, so we got that going. going. Is he really going to Paris this year with that nonsense? I don't know. He didn't seem like he was joking. I mean, I can be honest with you, if if, if I'm the Dolphins, he ain't allowed near the airport during that. I would confiscate his passport. Now you know why I got aggravated so much. I'm telling you right now. That's what aggravates me with it. Like, I like, you know, the sideshow's one thing. But, you know, you can't have it all at the expense of, you know, what what happened here. I mean, you know, there's got to be some kind of a division. And, and, you know, it's certainly not all on him, but it, it's the whole atmosphere of it that really just started to bother me. And, and, and let's face it, this wasn't like, uh, you know, uh, this, this high-powered uh you know, greatest offensive show that we've seen. And how it wasn't like they all of a sudden got up to the echelon and got hit by a brick wall. This thing hasn't performed, like you said, in weeks and weeks and weeks. I mean, you went from scoring 70 you know, points to really not, not even looking right. like one of the better offenses. As soon as they agreed to do that nonsense with HBO, isn't that what it started with the hard knocks? Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely didn't help. It was, you know, it contributed to it. It definitely didn't help. I yeah. mean, I, you know, I think that started, I, I, I'm pretty sure that started like Black Friday. I think that's when that all yep. started. That was the first game, I think. And then, you know, I mean, you could do the math from there. Um, so, and I, and I see, I, like, we're there, and, and I'm telling you right now, that as great as that Black Friday game was, that thing had the potential of going south real quick. That could have not been oh, that yeah. game. The offense was flat, sputtering, two or three interceptions, and if it wasn't for well, that, threw, you know. Yeah. He, threw two, he threw two in 15 seconds. I mean, that really could have went south quick. And, and, and you know, yeah. the Hail Mary really was the saving grace, if you will. And, and that really was what, uh, you know, changed the whole complexion of that game because um, – you know, the offense, again, was just was really not performing great. Um, so, you know, there's definitely issues there. I'm real curious to see how, you know, the Dolphins handle this and what the future looks like for this team, uh, you know, if they're going to be able to continue that. I mean, they have one of the best running games when they're using it properly. It's, it, it, it's very potent, um, but it seems like they couldn't find the right balance there to get that you know performing when you needed it to perform um and then you know obviously injuries started catching up big time um but uh you know i think there was other talented guys that weren't in the mix enough and it became too much of a one-man show if they didn't make the season 18 games you would have won the division (laughs) yeah yeah i mean that extra game cost yeah, yeah. Insane, we right? said that last week. I mean, does it ever help us? Does it ever? No, it never does. Does it ever help us? Ever. ever. You know? No, it's totally crazy. It's you a know? crazy thing. I mean, it, it, it's the kind of yeah. thing where, um, it, you know, you you look at, uh, but even if you, you know, if if it would have been the same way, 
I mean, you still would have been like, like falling on your face to the finish line. Oh, I know. You, you know, like even if the math would have worked well, you know, out, you well, kind of think it wouldn't have. I mean, we we looked at each other. When that happened, but when that Tennessee debacle happened, we knew that was going to come back and haunt us. Yeah, there's no doubt you know? about it, and there's no doubt about it. Yeah, that, that was that was that was the that was the crusher. You know, you can't be giving up two touchdowns to a team like that in 45 seconds. I mean, that was just no. disgusting. You know, and if you if it was a shortened season, Rich, don't forget that's got to be a mixed up schedule because you're playing Buffalo again. You're not avoiding that Buffalo game. Yeah. So yep. it probably doesn't work out the way you're saying. Yeah. Because you're going to play them anyway. You're going to lose to them. So add one more loss somewhere yeah. else, right? Yeah, I guess so. It, it, yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's a crazy thing. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Uh, you, you have to think that um, you hope that you can take some of the positives moving forward. There's a lot of question marks. Um, I think the biggest question mark well, it's Christian Wilkins. I think that's the biggest question mark. So it's hard to say, right? Yeah, I think that I'm saying. You know, I think the, the biggest is, question mark. No, it's not. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like as far as what, where they go yeah. and what they can do, I think Christian yeah. Wilkins is where it starts. I mean, obviously, two is where it starts, but two is going to be a Miami Dolphin. I don't know what the contract's yeah. going to be, but he will be a Miami Dolphin. Well, I, you know, that's just going to be. And whether or not, you know, he's a long-term Dolphin, a franchise Dolphin, a one-year, I don't know. But he will be on the team. So the question starts, I think, with Wilkins. And, you know, will Wilkins be on the team? Because he's your biggest free agent. He's got a grudge. He's going to want big money. And he's going to want money for a long period of time. And as good as a season as he's had, I don't feel like an interior lineman should get I don't think you should invest in a long-term contract with somebody like that. I mean, he's not Aaron Donald, and even so, you know, um, I think that you've got to be real cognizant of other needs and where you're tying things up. I don't know how you feel about it. I mean, would you franchise him? Would you just let him go? Other teams are going to offer him. He's going to get offers for, you know, a, a contract, a long-term contract. And even if you franchise him, you're going to pay him crazy. I know it's not long-term and everything, but – a franchise no. tag on him is probably going to be almost $30 million, right? Yeah, it's going to be, you know, like I said, Aaron Donald is going to be part of that franchise tag, right? Because yes. he's the same position, the so he's got a monster player, contract. Right? What is it, the top yeah, five or top three? I think the top five in franchise. Number. Top five? Okay. I think so. Yeah, so, you know, if uh, um, – if if he, Yo, I think we're fifty over the cap as it is right now. So I don't know how you do that. I think he's got to go, probably. He signed a five-year rookie contract in in nineteen. Right. So you have to, yeah. I mean, I guess if he wants to make a deal, you know, in a relative way for, let's say, four years. But an option for the fifth, he, you know, he, he wants crazy money, dude. He's not gonna, you know. Yeah, I don't think so either. Not, I think you've seen. No, I think he's gone. I think you've seen the last of uh, Christian Wilkins in a, in a Miami Dolphins uniform. I really do. And I'm not so sure that's a terrible thing if you look at, you know, the direction you want to go with the team. Um, so, you know, that that's that's the first thing that you really have to, um, I guess. Uh, Ponder what you know your your problem is with that. Um, you know you have other guys too. I think Mostert. I mean, I don't think Xavier Howard is back either. No, I, you won't see him anymore. Xavier Howard, you will not see in a Dolphin uniform. His his, his Dolphin career is, is done, I believe. Um, Raheem yeah. Mostert. I think I think Mostert and Jeff Wilson are both uh, unrestricted free agents too. So there's a huge decision you got to make too. I mean, as good as your running yeah. back in your running game was, most of it's going to be looking for a long, you know, term contract, and and you know, and then you have you know Jeff Wilson, who maybe you can sign, uh, you know, at at a reasonable amount for you know one or two, but um, you know, I mean, HN you 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 found, and so you have him at least under a rookie contract that you don't have to worry about. But did you know, most of a huge part of running back. Did you hear what free agent running back would like to play with the Dolphins? 
uh, Derrick Henry, your guy? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, th- that's why I bring this up because, you know, uh, these two guys who are, you know, a big part of your team, um, most are especially, you know, where does, where does a big, you know, a, a, a running back of that caliber at the end of his career or any other running back fit in with these other guys? I mean, you, right. you can't sign somebody like that to just sit on the sideline, right? I mean, if you're going to – no, if you're going to sign him as your featured back, I can't see Mostert being there too. And you know I how know. I feel they about have back that age. Survive, I don't think they can. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, it would, no, they can. It would be nice to have our guys got hurt this year, but yeah, I guess you got to figure. You know, no one's going to make it through the whole year. You know, because you know Mostert and you know Wilson was hurt last year. Mostert was hurt last year. Mostert was hurt this year. Akani was hurt this year. You know. We had a lot of guys I, I don't too. see you do, but my point is, you know, I could see you signing Jeff Wilson. That's a possibility. I could see you signing Jeff yeah. Wilson and then going after another back. I could see that. I right. can't see you signing Derrick Henry and Moster. You're going to have to not, choose. Not. Yeah, and you know, so, and, and I, I know you really like Derrick Henry. I, I know you really you know, like Derrick Henry. Like at this point in the career, right? You know what I mean? I don't thing. know. I mean, we're both in yeah. agreement. Derrick Henry is one of the best running backs of, of of this era of football. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. The guy is phenomenal. I'm not disputing that. Yep. But at this stage of his career, to switch over to him, you know history has not shown that to work out too good. I don't think I'd no, really go that route. It yeah. never does. I just keep seeing Tony Dorsett with the Broncos. <laughs> Well, I don't know if he's at that point yet, but, you know, if you really look at all the free agents. It's definitely getting there, you know? It seems seems like these guys, you pick them up late, like Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook's in a championship game. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe he should have, like, looked, you know, know, later on in the year, but. He's not playing, though, right? He didn't play at all, did he? I did see him play, yeah. I did see him play, actually. That's why I know. He did, he did. He did. He had a moment. Yeah, he did actually. So surprised. But oh, yeah, you, you know, the Lions so, signed today. No, who they signed? Hertz. You know, I when Zach Hertz was available, I, I we talked about this of whether or not we should have yeah. signed him, and I think you know yeah. we kind of both were in agreement that we should. Um, so yeah. uh, you wonder where a guy like that would have fit in. I mean, that probably would have helped out a lot of things, right? Probably would have helped out, yeah. But, you know, they, got, they had a tight end get hurt yesterday that's out for the year. So, I mean, that's a hell yeah. of a pickup for the championship game, you know? It could be. It could be, yeah. I mean, yeah. it could be. Guy hasn't played, we'll see, you know. But, yeah, on paper it seems like it could be. How do you feel yeah. about this, like a team cutting a player in week 16 and then they get picked up for the playoffs? Like, how do you feel about that? I mean, it almost kind of seems like yeah, it shouldn't be allowed. You know? Yeah, uh, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that maybe there should yeah, be uh, it's some a little kind of... sketchy. You know, trading deadlines far gone, you know. I don't know. Yeah. It's a little weird. Yeah, I agree. But I All guess right, let's take a injuries, what are you going to do? You know? I guess, but, you know, it, when you're on another team, though, when you're on another team, it's one thing to have a guy floating around that you're picking up a yeah. flacco who's, you know, uh, right. Yeah, you know, at a, know at a diner on a, on a Saturday night. Yeah, you know, you know, it's a have, you know, he's been on the street now. He's been on the street right. for three weeks, though. You don't know what's really going on. Zach Hurts, but I'm so. talking about Cook. Yeah, I'm talking about Cook. Yeah. yeah, Cook. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. That was a little weird. Yep. You know? I don't, I don't know about that. That's yeah. my point on that. Yeah, Zach yep. Kurtz was free. I understand that. But, you know, we've seen New England do this quite a bit in future, too. But, all right, let's take a quick break. Yep. We'll come back, wrap it up. Hi, this is Larry Zonka, and you're listening to the Pat Catella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. 
Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. championship games as well and what the future holds with some of those changes which we uh i was just corrected uh actually uh, uh that mostert is still under contract he's a unrestricted free agent uh, he'll be in 2025 so i think we got one more year on him oh, somebody good. had just commented yeah, and let us know on that and i think the same for jeff wilson so um so i guess that running back situation is kind of the same unless you want to play with it and, and do something there um so maybe that changes some things i don't know um but uh you have uh, uh oh and chris brooks uh said hello by the way he says you don't mention him enough every time they, <laughs> they ignored the running back position for five years when they needed one so now that they have a full house they'll probably draft one <laughs> yeah, yeah you're probably right. well they did draft one though to be fair though they did draft i mean they, they have a running back you just drafted a back yeah I mean, I, you know, you don't need yeah. another drafting no, back, no, right? I mean, they Asian, I'm saying they probably, will, they probably will bring another one in. They drafted Brooks yeah. last year, too, you know? <laughs> Your biggest problem is on that offensive line. I mean, you got all those guys who are pretty much, uh, you know, Hunt, uh, you know, Robert Jones, Kendall Lamb. Those guys are all free agents. So you're going to have to really do work there to get that, you know, solidified yeah. even with the guys you have, you know? Um, like I said, I don't think you see Agba anymore. I think he's done. Um, and then you have, uh, I, I guess, some decisions that also need to be made um, when you look at, like, uh, uh, Van Ginkle, right? Didn't he sign a one-year deal? Yes. So that's going to be an yeah. issue now. You didn't want to pay the guy then. Every year, you know, I mean, he's, he definitely had a good year. He, he wanted um, to stay last year, and he, he came out and said he wants to stay again, so. That's the good news, yeah. you know. It is the good news, yeah. But it, but does he want to stay with another one year deal? I don't think so. Well, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you're gonna have to do something there. Yeah. Um, you know, I would think. Uh, and what's his injury? It was. Uh, was uh, what was it? It was his uh, leg, right? Was it a leg injury? Thigh, I think. Is it? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Remember. I thought so, and I well, didn't I think it was anything I don't think we were ever carried told. over. Were we ever really told what was wrong with him? Yeah, but I don't remember exactly what it was. Not, I, I was never told specifically, but I was told That's like right. kind of what it was, um, and uh, and I was told that it wasn't going to be something that should carry over into next season for whatever that means, you know. So there's that. Um, they can't predict but, what will uh, carry over until next week. <laughs> you have guys that are there questionable for next week's game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're you know, predict what happens in training camp now. They sound like the weatherman. You know, yeah, I know. You know, other than Waddle and Hill, I don't think you have any other receivers that are are locked up either. So you're gonna have to make a lot of decisions there. I'm yeah, pretty sure well, those are the only two guys that are under contract. 
out of the whole crew of them. I'm sure they could bring, they could, I'm sure they could bring Barrios back, no problem. Who else? Yeah, so, I mean, if you, you know, look, no, but I'm have, saying. They had the rookie, the rookie that was on IR, you know. Yeah, but think and about I'm, that. And I'm sure they could bring but, back Ray Craft if they want, you know. But I don't think they want to. The, 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 that's my point, though, Rich. I mean, you got yeah. a receiving core that underachieved tremendously towards the end of the year. Tremendously. And there's a lot of reasons for that. I think your quarterback is yeah. a big reason for that because I don't think he looked any further than, you know, than Hill, Hill again, and then Waddle. But um, irregardless, you need to, you know, figure out who well, think, you're going to have. I think, I think right away, though, they should bring Claypool back to training camp and see if he could work his way into that third or fourth spot because – if they could get him to play like he played in his rookie year at Pittsburgh, Rich, you're not going to find him I, I, you're better, you know? He was terrible this year. He was terrible. I don't I mean, know what you're looking at. I mean, everybody's saying he was terrible. You're still high on Claypool. Well, he, played, he was he, terrible he this play year. That much? Yeah, yeah, he played plenty. He played plenty. He played every game from the last, like, three games. He was in there, and plus the playoffs. Not running wrong routes, they say he was running wrong routes. I saw, I saw three targets. He caught two and dropped one. I, that's what I yeah, saw. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what you think you're I don't know. I, I don't see the same thing as you with Claypool. I really don't think he was anywhere near what I thought he was going to be. If you want to bring him back, I'm sure you well, can bring him back. But I, that can't be your, that can't be your solution. That can't be your solution. I, I didn't say it could be. You, you bring him to the training camp and see what happens. You know. Yeah, great, great. That, that's fantastic. If he needs a ride, let me know. Yeah, I, I mean, I. No, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying that. But my point is, other than Hill and Waddle, you have question marks throughout. Okay, Braxton Berrios is your punt returner, so I think that changes yeah, a lot there. Right, because I, I I think yeah. that the fact that he's your punt returner obviously puts him in a higher thing than Craycraft, because that that is a need that you know obviously he could fit two roles, and towards the end of the year he became more of a punt returner. Whereas I thought that he could have been a much better slot receiver and utilized as a third down guy, but him and Tua kind of didn't click for some reason towards the end of the year. So there's that, okay? And then and then you basically have a, a slate of, you know, who are we going to put in there? You say a rookie wide receiver, but, you know, you don't you haven't even really seen Ukazama, and, you know, to, to think that he's just going to jump in there, I don't know. They weren't too anxious to get him off IR to do it. So, yeah, he'll be there, but I don't know whether how good or how contributing, I don't know. You know, but, you know, you just, you, you have, I mean, you, you might want to add another big wide receiver or, or another, you know, bona fide wide receiver. Uh, you know, you can put all your eggs in Claypool's basket if you want. But, uh, you know, I just think that you need to add somebody there is my point. So, and then I'm not saying drafting one either. I think you might want to look for a veteran wide receiver and another t- and, and, and a tight end. While you're revamping the offensive line, that's just my point on it. You know, I mean, well, I would want to. Yeah. I like Cedric Wilson. I'd like to. I'd like to resign him. I liked what I saw out of him. I think he's very talented. I, I would like to he's get him. Yeah. You know, but and again, I don't look for. Was, was was you know a nice fellow too. He just when he came, he back, was. He seemed to do nothing. You know? He was, and I, I, but I think you, you know, you're going to have Craycraft if you want him. I agree with that. But my point is, yeah. I think they should go get another wide receiver, a, a, a real, bona fide wide receiver in the off season. And you know, you you want Claypool and these guys there. That's fine. But you really, I wouldn't rely on them. I think you need one more in there. So, that that's how yeah. I feel about it. We need a tight end more. Well, you need a tight end. There's no doubt about it. Um, yeah. Yeah, but but these guys aren't under contract, though, Rich. You know, that's my point. So it's not about yeah. more. You're going to have to do something wide receiver-wise. You, like I said, you have two guys that are under contract out of the whole group. 
So it's not about more. You're going to have to make a move wide receiver-wise. It's just a matter of what moves you're going to make. So I'm just telling you sure. the moves that I would prefer to make, you know. All right, and uh, looking around the league, there was um, a lot of changes, obviously. But here's my question to you. And I know <laughs> I know you said uh, uh, you thought Belichick was staying. That obviously didn't happen. But how much does Bill Belichick want Don Shula's record that the Atlanta Falcons look like the landing spot? I can't figure this one out unless you could give me some insight here. I, I only have either. one theory on what it. What I really don't understand is why would Bill Belichick have to go there twice to interview? I don't that understand job. that either. And then I heard, and then I heard Harbaugh was on the list to interview there. And I mean, that to me, if I was Bill Belichick, that would be end game for me. I'd be so pissed off at that. I'd be like, Are you kidding me? Yeah. I'm coming to the Falcons, and now you want to interview somebody else? Like, I, I, it just don't make sense to me. It almost should be like, Big you stuff. know, they they should be talking him into this and wooing him. I don't understand it. There's only one theory that I could kind of come up with, and that's the fact that the other teams have these owners that are hands-on, difficult, and, and maybe he feels like he could get so much control and power there that to then take over and have his sons, you know, in there for a long time. Maybe that's part of it. But I, Rich, I can't figure this one out. Nothing about that job no seems like no there's quarterback. No good, there's no good players in the team, you know. It I don't seems know. Like Why would he want that it, one? I don't get it. Not yeah. only does it seem linear to the New England position, it seems yeah. like below it. They really don't have anything. Yeah. Like you said, they have no quarterback. They have a really nice tight end, and you know he loves them. But uh, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, how much is Pitts the attraction there? I mean, he does love these tight ends. We know that. Yeah. Kyle Brady to Gronk, and he loves tight ends. I get that. Maybe he sees what he, you know, that. But, Rich, I don't understand this move. I would have never picked that out as the team. No, it's very strange. The team. And that's why I say, how much does he want this record? That that's, you know, the (laughs) landing spot. It's got to be much more than me and you even joke about. As all these guys like are going back for two interviews, you see that they're all doing it, you know. Listen, the only like thing Belichick I could picture too? from the Belichick second interview is that his demands are sky high. <laughs> How and big that, is the house gotta be? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it, you know, he, Blank sent his, his private jet, both to, to get yep. him both times. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, that's from my perspective. It's got to be how much, you know, how high are his demands, and will they fulfill yeah. it? I mean, that's to me what the second interview is. But I, it seems like maybe it's not, and I don't understand that. I really don't understand you know, that. You know what I always say too? It's like no matter who your coach is, you know, no one's ever won it in two places. And it, you know, you know, yeah. my theory is because they don't work the same way the second time because they got paid already. They're, you know, they're not going to sleep on the couch in the office, even though that's overrated. Yeah. But they don't, you know, yeah. they don't go to the, they don't go to the grind anymore like that. You know, they're like, oh, what the hell? They kind of half-assed yeah. it in second place. I think that's a big reason why it's never happened. You know? Yeah. No, I, I, I think you're right. I mean, it's, and it's why, strange. And like, what is he, 72? He's 72 years old. That you really want to start from scratch to rebuild? I mean, and that's what you'd be doing plan. there. Like these other yeah, teams that we great. talked about, there's some of them that yeah. are like possibly like ready to go. This is not well, one not, of them. Like who's ready to go though? Who's ready to I go? I think I, I think there's a couple teams that would have been ready to go. Some of them didn't turn out that way. I think the Philadelphia Eagles would have been ready to go if they fired Sirianni and he put if he put word in yeah. there. I think maybe that team he could have taken over. They're ready to go. I think this. I think the L.A. Chargers are close to ready to go if you make the right moves. I think they could be a team that you could really go into a, a, a strong run. I think the Dallas Cowboys might have been a team that was like ready to go if you get, you know if he got in there. Obviously, these these spots besides the Chargers didn't open up, so they're not. But I didn't even hear him really involved in them. It seems like it was like Atlanta from the get go, and. I don't understand it because that team's not ready to go. 
I mean, that's a, you know, that's a three-year project if you get a quarterback. quarterback. That's the number one problem. I heard Kirk Cousins now. I heard Kirk Cousins, family from there or whatever. I mean, he's coming off an Achilles injury. And the the Vikings aren't letting him go after what happened to them at the end of the year. I don't know his contract situation. They made it seem like it was a big possibility. He may, you know, so I, I don't know what that contract is. Is it, if it, I don't well, know. He's, he's, he's a free agent. He's unrestricted. They can, they can, he is. They can't franchise him, I don't think. Oh, so he is unrestricted. You know, okay. I, I think he's past that thing, you know, where you can't franchise him anymore. He's okay, so that's, a, that's I guess, why so they've been talking. They sign him, yeah. Yeah, because they were talking about him getting another monster deal, you know? Yeah. So, they really don't have a choice. Guess, what are you doing? So, well, I guess you know? that's maybe why uh, Atlanta comes in the mix there. Maybe that's why. But he's yeah. coming off that major injury, but I guess that gives you oh, a quarterback. Yeah. So maybe if you're Belichick and you're thinking that way, maybe. Right? Yeah, maybe, maybe that but makes but a little bit of sense. I don't think the Vikings are going to let him go. That's my point. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I I, I don't know. It, it, it's kind of strange. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess we will uh, we will see what's going on. The uh, Let's see, besides... Uh, your other news source was uh, that uh, Mark Davis announced he wanted a big name coach and wasn't going to keep Pierce. And in about eight hours after you said that, he, he apparently <laughs> signed Pierce. So yeah, <laughs> it's, it's another one, another one of your breaking moments. Uh, but well, that was no, like I didn't say it. Bill Howard said it. He said it himself. Yeah. What the hell do you want me to tell you? That's his quote. <laughs> I was quoting him. Who, who's that? Who's that? Mike Polias was to himself. <laughs> Mark yeah. Davis is the one who said he wanted a big name coach. What do you want me to tell you? I don't you know. know. I, you're, you're the only one I heard him say that from, so I, I don't know. But literally, well, uh, I heard him say so that. You, you you heard a soundbite? Yeah, Mark Davis he, said uh, in his voice, "I, huh? I, 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 I we're, we're going to make a big splash and get a big name coach." That's what he said exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, like day, I said, literally, literally eight hours after he said it, and I guess he uh, signed yeah. Pierce. So, so that's that's another job that's that's done. So you know, there's that. I said, you know, I thought Harbaugh was going to the Chargers. I still stand by that. I think that's going to happen. Um, and you know, I mean, well, we'll the see. Just hired Bill O'Callaghan as their head coach. As their head, Bill Callahan, yeah, the, uh, the, the the old Raiders guy. That was the, that's the son, no, the son of the Raiders guy. Son of the Raiders guy. Yeah. Where was where yeah. was he? He was your offensive coordinator of the uh, Bengals. R- right. Okay. Okay. I mean, that that's a kind of a quick hire. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. Like, I, yeah. Okay. I, I can't say anything against Why, that because that seems like. Uh, you know that seems like the the way that I would probably go um, offensively at least. Um, so, all right. So that's that's official, Rich. Yeah, right now, breaking news. All right, we can put this in the books because your track record hasn't been that good the last month. I can put this one in the books. We'll call it NFL Network because that's where it's on. Wait, you know, yeah. you, if it's wrong, it's NFL Network's fault. Okay. I'm uh, speaking of order, okay. I'm just, No, my friend, you certainly are not. Uh, Let me tell you something. Um, That also brings up another question I have. Vrabel. Vrabel's going somewhere. He's going to be in this mix somewhere. Even though a lot of these teams look like they're keeping their guys. I heard that he may not have a job for him this year. Well, well, all these spots, it looks like Sirianni's staying. Uh, Dallas kept their guy. The Raiders spot didn't open up. Um, you know, yep. who's going to be open? Washington's open, right? Washington's open, yeah. Who, who else is open? Yeah, it's right. It, yeah, it's, well, who, who else didn't hire somebody, though? There's a couple other ones that didn't hire yet, right? I don't know. Who are they? Yeah, there's a few, but not a lot. It seemed like these things closed yeah, up like awfully quick. Yeah, three or four out there, I believe. Yeah, this, this one dried up pretty quickly, too, which was a little yeah. surprising. Yeah, yeah, I guess the San Diego's still out there, right? Yeah, but that's going to Harbaugh, I think. And Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. I guess that's but why I'm going to Thanks for joining us, everybody. Let's hey, I next love you too, Wheeler. I was tired of my own boy. 
Took a beat on the northern plains and just roll that power on. 